Welcome to the Hillside. I am your host, Ina Kampala, telling you Karibu Sana to the Christian podcast. I take this time one more time to ask you to step up here on the hillside of life where the view is breathtaking and the air is fresh. A big thank you to each one of you who has taken your time to listen, like, and share our podcasts. This is the second season and episode number two. But before we start, let me invite you with the book of Revelation chapter number three and verse number 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. Wow. So each one of us can hear the knock at the door. My prayer is for you to open that the Lord Jesus Christ may come in and find residence in your life. So today I will be sharing with you a topic, can the real Christians please stand up? Can the real Christians please stand up? Now we are living in a, a masked world and I am not only talking about the physical masks, which we are all required to wear everywhere these days. And currently with the facial masks, the covering of the nose and the mouth, faces become more difficult to recognize and to decipher. Now they're partially hidden, tapes obscure, those features that we rely on to convey mood and emotion. But I'm talking about those who are wearing the full masks. In the world today, we are all masked in one way or another. Masks serve as protection against an environment perceived as threatening and dangerous. So what are the statistics? If I were to ask you today to describe, define, and depict a real Christian, what would your answer be? As of 2010, there were 2.2 billion Christians around the world, or about one in every three people worldwide. That's about 31%. This makes Christianity the world's largest religion. Now, the world's Christian population is expected to grow to 2.9 billion in the year 2050. Coming closer home, that's in Kenya today, the majority of the country identifies as Christians, with the 82.1% of the population identifying with Christianity. Many people say they are Christians, but if, that is if they are asked perhaps to fill out a form and list out their their religion, Christianity would be that religion they pick. They might define themselves as Christians for a wide variety of reasons. It may simply mean that they come from a country in which Christianity is the majority religion, or they may call themselves Christians to distinguish themselves as not belonging to one of the other major world religions. People might refer to themselves as Christians because they belong to a church or because they are baptized or because their parents were Christians, or because they are good people, at least no worse than anyone else. The list can go on and on on why people would pick or choose to identify themselves as Christians. But what is a real Christian? When we look at the book of Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 21 to 23, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Are you a real Christian? Here are three steps to confirm. Test number one, 
is the belief test. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? When we look at the book of John chapter 3 and verse number 16, many of us know and understand that verse. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? Test number two, the obedience test. When you believe in Jesus Christ, it brings a real change in your life and in your behavior. And it goes a long way in changing how you live out your life. When we look at the book of John, chapter number 14 and verse number 15, it says, If you love me, keep my commandments. So therefore there is obedience. Are you living in obedience to Jesus Christ and his law? If you love me, keep my commandments. Have you passed test number one and test number two? If you have, then let's go to test number three, the love test. Let's turn to the book of 1 John, chapter number four, and verse number eight. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Are you a real Christian? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God? Do you obey Christ and his commandments? And has that brought a change in your life and behavior? Do you love others? If your answer is yes to the three tests, then indeed you are a real Christian. The belief test, the obedience test, and the love test. So now that we know you are a real Christian, there is the mask syndrome. I think that many of you would agree with me if we say that majority of the real Christians are still wearing masks and hiding behind them. Why would I say that? When we look at the number and the statistics that we have mentioned and we look at what our society looks today, there's a big disparity. The real Christians are not standing up. The real Christians cannot be seen clearly, felt, or understood. Many put up a mask or use defenses that allowed them to cope with their daily life. Perception of oneself one is questioned, and one may struggle to understand life's purpose. Courage is required to begin a search for life's meaning and uncover the myriad feelings that have been suppressed for decades and with proper support and therapy, one can slowly peel off the mask and learn to deal with suppressed emotions. What am I talking about? For me, I think the mask syndrome simply means that many of us are hiding behind the masks that the world has provided us with. We are not confident as the real Christians that we can be able to provide the salt and change the flavor of our environment in which we live. We instead choose to remain silent and suppressed in an environment that is heightened in wickedness and evil deeds. We are masked. I also think that many times we remain masked because we feel that we are a minority in a world that celebrates evil rather than good. 
And so we choose to be quiet and hide behind the mask of those perhaps who are wicked so that we can get by our daily routines. Quite unfortunately, when we hide behind those masks, we suppress who we are and we suppress what we stand for. The overall effect is that our voice is not heard. And we, it seems to that who, the one who is looking in that evil is overcoming good. Evil is more celebrated than good. We need to come to the place where we begin to peel off the masks. Why do we fail to represent what we believe in? The number of confessed Christians should be able to change the world by their love for one another, revealed in their acts of kindness for humanity and for each other. Unfortunately, the reality is very different, be it in our institutions, in our places of work, our communities, or even in our neighborhoods. The real Christian is missing. Could there be among the many masked individuals who form the majority in the increasingly wicked communities in which we live, behind all the masks, are hidden the faces of confessed Christians, men and women who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I want to challenge you this year. I want to challenge all the real Christians, wherever they may be, to stand up. Put down your masks. Begin to peel off your masks and stand to be counted. Make a difference in your environment. Make a difference in where you live. And with time, you will begin to influence the little corner of the world where you are. Peel off your mask. A layer at a time. Indeed, can the real Christian please stand up? Thank you and God bless you.